Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Thursday, April 20th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Founders Trading Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast, in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh-brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast coffee, available at mikechurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. Wall Street stocks finish flat as investors assess U.S. earnings. House GOP unveils debt limit bill, proposes 1.5 trillion debt ceiling increase. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. officially announces his campaign for the presidency. And though some news outlets are unimpressed, one movie continues to clean up at the box office. Wall Street stocks finish flat as investors assess U.S. earnings. Our political affairs correspondent, Magdalene Rose reports. Wall Street stocks fluctuated between minor losses and gains on Wednesday as investors digested the latest results from U.S. banks and streaming giant Netflix. The S&P 500 finished flat, as did the tech-heavy Nasdaq composite, which is up 15% this year. Morgan Stanley serves reverse losses to gain 0.7%, even as its first quarter results showed a drop in earnings following a slowdown in dealmaking, while Western Alliance shares surged 24% after the lender reported a rebound in deposits. The KBW Nasdaq Bank Index gained 1.7%. Meanwhile, Netflix shares fell more than 3% after the company reported late on Tuesday that it missed analysts' expectations for subscriber growth. It'll be interesting to see whether or not Netflix can rebrand and remake itself to be a more modern streaming giant, especially as Disney Plus and even Hulu continue to grow and are increasingly Netflix's competition. For the Crusade Channel and political affairs correspondent, Magdalene Rose. Yesterday, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy unveiled legislation to increase the nation's debt ceiling by $1.5 trillion, or until March 31st, 2024, whichever comes first. At the same time, the measure would return discretionary spending to 2022 levels, limit spending growth to 1% per year, take back unspent COVID-19 relief funds, repeal certain tax credits, reinstate work requirements for many people on public assistance, and remove barriers to increase production of domestic energy. If enacted, the Limit, Save, Grow Act of 2023 would allay concerns about a possible default on U.S. obligations, but push a more permanent resolution of the debt crisis into the election season. Just a few miles from the homestead where his family's dynasty in U.S. politics began, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. officially announced his campaign for the presidency yesterday, becoming the first Kennedy since 1979 to make a bid for the White House and the third to challenge a sitting president. I come here to announce my candidacy for the Democratic nomination for the president of the United States, Kennedy said as cheers erupted from the crowd that gathered at the Boston Park Plaza Hotel, with his wife, actress Cheryl Hines, by his side, flanked by a row of American flags. Kennedy spoke to an audience of more than a thousand. Our quote of the day, fasting is the soul of prayer. Mercy is the lifeblood of fasting. So if you pray, fast. If you fast, show mercy. If you want your petition to be heard, hear the petition of others. If you do not close your ear to others, 
you open God's ear to yourself. St. Peter Chrysologus. And coming up, our saint of the day, he seemed to have a strange power over all animals. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hey, have you ever been told that you can't complain about something unless you tried to fix it? Yeah, well, that doesn't really work on interstates or the swamp of Mordor, but it does apply to your kingdom, family, and community. So, get started on your broken Christendom contractor's license by making plans to join me, a cast of amazing presenters, and your fellow crusaders at our third annual for Alter Culture and Trade Congress, May 5th, 6th, and 7th in Arnoville, Louisiana. Get your tickets and more info today at crusadechannel.com forward slash congress. Our saint of the day is St. Marion. When St. Mamertinus was abbot of the monastery, which St. Germanus had founded at Auxerre, there came to him a young man called Martian, also known as Marion, a fugitive from Bourges, then occupied by the Visigoths. St. Mamertinus gave him the habit, and the novice edified all his piety and obedience. The abbot, wishing to test him, gave him the lowest possible post, that of cowman and shepherd in the abbey farm at Maril. Martian accepted the work cheerfully, and it was noted that the beasts under his charge throve and multiplied astonishingly. He seemed to have a strange power over all the animals. The birds flocked to eat out of his hands, bears and wolves departed at his command, and when a hunted wild boar fled to him for protection, he defended it from its assailants and set it free. After his death, the abbey took the name of the humble monk. The feast day of St. Marion is today, April 20th. The Super Mario Brothers movie cleaned up at the box office for the second week in a row. Based on the legendary Nintendo game, the computer-animated adventure flick leapt high above the competition, bringing in $22.6 million in its second weekend after raking in a staggering $55 million in its first week, according to IMDb's Box Office Mojo. The film, which some news outlets were unimpressed with, has now earned $500 million globally, making it the top-grossing video game adaptation in cinematic history. The horror thriller The Pope's Exorcist, which tells the petrifying tale of the Vatican's top exorcist's investigation into child possession, landed second with $4.3 million after debuting on Tuesday. The New York Post said the film star Russell Crowe assumes a ludicrous Italian accent in his portrayal of Father Gabriele Amorth, the real-life Vatican chief exorcist who died at the age of 91 in September 2015. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com. Stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth. <laughs> 